manic, pertaining to or affected by excessive excitement or enthusiasm phrase. This is Manic Mindset. It's time for another Manic episode with Haley and Lynn. Join us each week as we dive down the rabbit hole of navigating life while being hyper-focused on success. Our Manic moments are where some of our best ideas come from. We not only embrace the chaos, we thrive in it. Today's episode, we are going to talk about the 60-40. That's what I like to call it, 60-40. Because I believe that when you're in a relationship, there is never 50-50, ever. Mm Um, and you can change the number. It can be, you know, whatever you want it to be, but I call it the 60, 40. There are times where I am doing more than my husband and there are times where he is doing more than I am. It's like a scale. So some days you're 60, 40, some days you're 40, 60. Right. It's going to adapt. And I think it's important that we talk about it because in the world that we live in, entrepreneurs, business women, um, I think in any, any, it doesn't even have to be an entrepreneur. It could be a working um, mom, a stay at home mom, whatever it is, I believe that 60, 40 is so important. Mm-hmm. Um, just for mental health alone, yeah. it's important. But in my case, in order to produce at the level that I want to produce at and to run a team that I want to run and have this business and be able to travel and do all of these things, mm-hmm. I need a spouse that is 60, 40 with me. Mm-hmm. And I think that we've finally like mastered that 60, 40, um, how, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I definitely agree. I think it's a scale that changes every day, especially my kids are still young. So like he takes on a lot of that brunt of stuff. So he probably rides at that 60 a lot more. And then when I'm there it's like an instant flop. Um, so we'll swap. It's like, Hey, you've had them all day. Hey, you've had them all weekend. I'm home. I'm going to do this. Go work out, go golf, go do something like you need that time to decompress. So being able to give each other that is so important. And I feel like it's, it's necessary. It's necessary. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that 60-40 is so important and it's hard because I came, well, a lot of people know that I was raised by my grandparents. I'm going to take a drink of this, sorry. <laughs> Can't lay <in> her noises. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to because I thought I was going to cough. But I was raised by my grandparents a lot of my life and, you know, that was definitely not the case. Mm-hmm. Not only did my grandmother work, but she did all the cooking, all the cleaning, all the laundry. She did all the bills. Like, she didn't physically pay the bills, like, with her own money. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that that helped contribute. she organized it all. She organized it all. She did all the doctor's appointments. I mean, anything that you could think of, she took on that load while the mail came home to a warm meal, Mm -hmm. laundry done, dishes clean, house cleaned, kids taken care of. So he could sit down and pop up his feet and enjoy his life. Yeah. And that is completely different. The world that I live in, in my house, is different. I mean, Mm -hmm. I will not tolerate it. There is no way in hell I'm going to work, Mm -hmm. in my case, probably close to 60 hours a week, if not more. And you just get to, like, chill. Like, I mean, I I struggle with this really bad because I'm like, um, excuse me, sir, do you have time to sit down and... Mm-hmm. be on your phone right now and watch your show yeah because i don't and now i'm kind of feeling a certain way towards you yeah but one of the things that i've also realized is that i'm not able to shut it off mm-hmm. so easily as we know. he is 
<laughs> no. If I know that people are relaxing around me, I'm kind of pissed. I'm yeah. like, oh, oh, must be fucking nice. Right? <laughs> but I think over the last three months, actually, in a very mm-hmm. short period, I've done really good about like, no, I don't feel like doing that today. I'm she not just told doing me no that. when I wanted to go pick out Backsplash. She's like, not on a Sunday. And I was like, what? The-? No. Ma'am. And I know that we you? need to do that. 100% agree <laughs> with you need to do that. But like... We are entrepreneurs and mm-hmm. I, I'm working right now by video, by filming and doing this that we need yeah. to do. But I'm like, no, my calendar allows it on Monday. Does yours allow it on Monday? Mm-hmm. Let's give ourselves a little bit of grace because yeah. we've earned that too. Doesn't mean that there's not going to be Sundays where we're going to have to work. But yeah. if we can accomplish the same thing on Monday morning... Mm-hmm. let's do it then because everybody so else proud of you like I'm trying I really am I'm really trying you know like yesterday I was like whoo have the day off yeah. I really didn't because yeah. I went and looked at a flip mm-hmm. and then I answered but that's my like phone stuff all day for you so it still feels like a day off yeah it still yeah. felt like a day off but I still was like working like mm-hmm. because I need to produce other and other avenues of income yeah but um yeah I mean I just thought about this 60 40 thing and I think about it often one of the things that I hated and I think that we're trying to still work that out is comparison mode mm-hmm. I don't feel like I need to tell him everything that I did that day mm-hmm. like I did the dishes I swept I I you know scheduled the dog's appointments I took care of this I took care That's of that not I, a took care of this. Card. I don't give a fudge mm-hmm. what you did mm-hmm. cool yeah, I could sit here and tip for tap for you all day. What's this is me clapping you on for doing the things that you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So I don't expect a pat on the back. Yeah. I definitely don't want to give you a pat on the back for doing the things that make this household go around. Mm-hmm. What I will give you a pat on the back for is you're a great husband. Mm-hmm. You're a great dad. You know, I'm grateful for all of these things. But if you have to ask me to acknowledge the things that you already should be doing in this, you know, beautiful home that you live in, this great family that you have. Like I got a problem with that. Mm -hmm. I don't need to be pat on the back for the things that I'm supposed to do. Yeah. So we're, we have navigated that a little bit. Like I don't need a running list of everything that you did because you don't want to see my list. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Actually my assistant, my assistant was like, I'm going to add you to her calendar. He's like, please don't. She's like, no, she wants you on it. And he's like, why? So he was like, we're in the car and he was like, why am I getting added to your calendar? I'm like, Mm -hmm. cause you ask me all the time where I'm at, what I'm doing. Now you don't have to. He's like, oh, so we don't talk about these things anymore. I'm like, I don't want to run through this every day with you. I want to talk yeah. about fun things, not what I got going on. And silly stuff like, hey, I just got, you know, asked if I could fit in this job today. I don't need to call you and figure it out. I can look and know you're not home, so I need to be home. Like, right. something. Yeah. Right, 100%. And I think that if you want to be successful and you have a partner, the partner in your, like, in your life for whatever your business is, is a key thing for mm-hmm. people. It's it's a key thing. Yeah. Choose wisely. It can make or break your business. Mm-hmm. It can make or break your marriage, yeah. your business, your family, like your mindset, everything. Mm-hmm. You know, that person has to be understanding and be on that same level and that same path with you. Because mm-hmm. if not, you will come to a point in that road where you're going to have to pick. Yeah. And when you have to pick is when everything goes downhill. So don't get to the point where you feel like you have to pick. Yeah. Need to get to the point where you're like, okay, um, you know, I need to have this conversation with you. I can remember a point in my life where Dylan was in the shower, I was in the bathroom, it was late, I knew that I was going to be up all night working, but I had this like train coming. And it was like this freight train of like success and I could feel it. And I knew that there was going to be some decisions that had to be made with mm-hmm. our family 
if we wanted to continue on this path of success that was happening. So I stopped and I looked at him and I said, I feel this train coming. I know it's going to be great. I don't want to get off of it. I want to, I want to see this through. Mm-hmm. I want to speed it up. I want it to be, I want to add a bunch of carts to it. Yeah. And, um, I want to hone in on this. So I need to know, what do you need from me? Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, I don't want to cook dinner every night of the week. I need dinner. I need help with dinner. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, I, I can help pick up and clean and stuff, but I don't want to clean constantly every day. Yeah. Um, so I found somebody who could cook us meals three days a week and help deliver them. Mm-hmm. I found us somebody who could clean every other week for us and just take that load off. So that way, when we do have some downtime, we don't feel like it's spent doing things that are money. You mundane. can actually enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what's the purpose of like producing at a high level like that if you can't enjoy any of it? Yeah, you don't ever get you know to stop I mean? and slow down. No. And so I want to be able to, you know, vacation and enjoy things and not feel like, okay, well, we have this weekend off, so now we need to do all these projects. Meanwhile, Sunday morning, here we are recording, and they're both at the flip doing floors, so... Oh. we're still learning. Oh, <laughs> we're learning is eric over there too yes. oh god i hope they both have monster 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 i hope they yeah. have monster because braiding dylan got um a case from the commissary yeah and i was like why'd you only get one case yeah how many did eric get he should have got like six uh, he should have i'm not even sure they're was, so cheap there day um that day was hilarious though that was the day of the party so we threw a surprise party for eric and we made everybody dress like eric <laughs> And it was hysterical. My kids, it's homecoming pictures. <laughs> I can't believe you did that. My child's senior year <laughs> and my child's first ever homecoming. I'm dressed like a man. I would have been like, I'm not dressing up for the party. She was fully committed. Pajama pants, beard, hat, sleeve tattoo, just full commitment. Oh my <laughs> the God. The fact that you posed for the photographer in that outfit is hilarious I to feel me. like I need to frame it. We need to make that the cover for this week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let me ask you, is there like a certain, like, did you and Eric ever have to have that conversation? Uh, we've had many of those conversations because of all the changes. So when we first got together, I, we didn't have kids yet. And I kind of, I mean, I didn't have like a career. I worked at like a daycare and a school. Like I didn't have anything crazy to give up, but I gave up everything kind of came over to Germany. And I remember my mom going like, this is insane. Like you're insane. And she was like, don't be afraid like to come back if it's not what you think it is. Like if he's not what you think it is, because we had just really met. And I just remember looking at her going like, I want to travel the world. And like worst case, I get to see Germany. Like worst case, That's you break I, mean, up and I got to go to Germany. Worst case, you're going to Germany. Yeah. Like, I mean, of course there wasn't like, he could have been a psycho. Like, you don't know. Like, but you know, I took a chance. It went good, but I had to navigate. Like I went from being somebody that works like four to five jobs doing all these things to, I'm like sitting around and Eric works and I'm like, what do I do all day? <laughs> like, yeah, what so did I you do all day? I ended up working at the school on base and I did that. And then we got pregnant very early on and I didn't know I was pregnant. We actually all took a trip to while we rented a big van. Were you married already? Mm, yes. So you didn't have a baby out of wedlock? No. I, why did I have to think about that? Yes, we were married first. <laughs> oh, I mean, I did. It was still really early on, but yeah, we were, we're married. married now. But... <laughs> yeah. Just scares, just scares. No, but we took a big, uh, a group of us took a big van. We went to London for New Year's, partied. Because me and Eric didn't go away to school, right? He was already in the military. Like, I was going, like, community college by my house. Never did that, like, out and party for that age. So, went to New Year's in London. All rented this big van. And the whole way there, all the girls' alarms start going off for, like, our birth control. Oh, my God. And we're all, like, looking, looking. We're all, like, oh, my God. All of us forget our birth control pill. So then it became a joke. We're like, who's getting pregnant? Like, you know, joking and laughing and stuff. It wasn't funny because it was me. <laughs> Off of one missed birth control? Uh-huh. 
Two weeks later, I was working at the school and I was one like... One missed one? Hell yeah. no. I was like vomiting everywhere and I was like, I have like a bug. And then Eric was like, or you're pregnant. And I was like, girl, no, no. I was pregnant. Sure shit. Pregnant. Super pregnant. <laughs> so then it was like a big thing. We were like, it's, it's me, guys. I had to call my friends. I was like, remember that funny joke? It's not funny anymore because it's me. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. So we had that conversation. And then I had to like stop working because I was high risk with Brooklyn. So that was like a whole And did you fly again. back to the U.S.? I didn't right away. He ended up getting deployed. So when he went and got deployed, I went. And my mom was transitioning from moving to... Jersey to Myrtle Beach. They were getting ready to start that process. So I actually went and lived with my mother-in-law for most of my pregnancy. Yeah, so I lived with my mother-in-law for a little bit. Um, so we had we have had to navigate a few changes, right? Because of deployments, of living with people, waiting to have houses built, of switching countries, all sorts of things. And then when we settled in Jersey, which we thought would be till retirement. I wasn't working because me working wasn't even enough to pay for daycare. So I ended up being a stay-at-home mom for a long time. So we had to navigate. Like, there was obviously some resentment there. There was judgment there, figuring that out. And then coming here, and now he works remote, and I'm, like, never home. Right. And now he's the primary parent. So we've navigated so many of those changes. It's literally like that scale. Mm -hmm. And some days it's 60-40. Some days it's 10 and 90. I mean, it is all over the place. It adapts daily. I, I don't disagree with that. I think that, I mean, I'm not, I think you guys have been married how many years? 13? 13 years? Okay. Question so, mark? Yeah. <laughs> so when you get up there, you get past 10, you start losing it. Um, Dylan and I have been married 17 years mm -hmm. and we had to grow up together. Because is that weird for you to say out loud? Because in my head, I'm still like mid-20s. <laughs> is it not weird for in you to mind. hear me say it out loud? It is. When I say like, the word babies. 17, does that not go, what? <laughs> I mean, I was a baby when I got married. Yeah. I mean, so I feel like, well, we were, I was 18 years old when Dylan and I got married. We, we had to grow up together. Mm -hmm. A lot of our marriage changed and stuff. I mean, you're not the same person you were at that age. Why would your marriage nah. be the same? Though the shit that we did a lot when I, when I, when I was that mm -hmm. age now. Yeah. We ain't even married anymore. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, girl, they got away with so much shit. I know, right? Try now. Yeah, right? So, but he he's an amazing husband and, and an amazing father. And he really tries like, hey, when he sees me in here working till mm -hmm. nine o'clock at night, mm -hmm. you better believe that that man makes sure I have dinner. And yeah. that I'm being fed. Yeah. And that the laundry is One of them's switched. bringing in dinner. One of them's knocking on the window with donuts. They're just right. like, we'll just throw food and hope they're nice to us later. Exactly. <laughs> you know, the dishes are done. The yeah. laundry is switched. It may not be to like the quality that Haley would do it at, mm -hmm. but it's done. And that was another thing I had to get better at. Yeah. Not releasing being like, control. Releasing control. Like, okay, but did you eat? Mm -hmm. Right? So like it yeah. used to be where he'd be like, oh, well what do you want for dinner? And I'm like, I, I got, I used to care, right? When I had time, I cared. Yeah. Now I'm like, I don't care. Just give me food. Yeah. Right. And he was like, well, I just don't want to make you up. Like, I don't know if you're going to be upset or if you're not going to want this. And you know, I just don't know like what to eat, what you want to eat. So like, that's why I'm asking mm -hmm. you. And I'm like, I want you to quit asking me and just make dinner. And I'm yeah. to the point in my life where if I'm not going to eat that, then I'll either be hungry or I'll make myself something else yeah. where before I had enough time on my hands to complain about stuff like that, mm -hmm. that now I don't have time for that. You're either going to eat what's in front of you mm -hmm. or you're going to figure it out on your own. Because this is what's for dinner. This tonight. is what's for dinner tonight. Yeah. And you didn't have to cook it. Yeah. But that took time for me to grow as a person to be like, 
you know, that's how well, I had that's to be. it right there. That's the, the growth of it. And that's the evolving of it because like, you know, maybe six years ago, I'd have been like, you know, I don't like this. Why would you make me this? And right. be like an ungrateful little shit. Now I'm just right. kind of like, I don't really want this for dinner, but it's dinner and it was made for me and it was sweet. Like I'm going to eat it and it's done. Like, right. Right. But that's that ever changing scale because like some of the stuff we say to each other, like the audacity, we can be dicks to each other. Like. Right. I mean, well, it's funny because like even like the eating thing, right? Like he knows I hate hamburger helper. Mm-hmm. Best believe if he's cooking dinner, sometimes, not always, <laughs> it's going to be, you know, you hamburger, hamburger helper. helper. <laughs> and I'm going to eat hamburger helper. Mm-hmm. And that's just the way it's going to be, right? Yeah. And so, and I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. And now, the old Haley would have been like a little bougie bitch, right? Yeah. Because I had time. Now I don't have time. Yeah. I'm grateful for the laundry, even if he makes the stuff in there that's not supposed to be mixed in there. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful for the dishes, even if they're not put away the way that I yeah. feel like they should have been put, put away. Yeah. I <laughs> literally had to go to counseling for the way that towels were being folded. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds stupid, but there was definitely some underlying stuff there. Of like, course. Mm-hmm. on that like the way that that towel is being folded which he folds them the correct way now <laughs> um and he does things for me that he knows that ticks that I tick a certain way mm-hmm. and that he tries to avoid mm-hmm. you know if there's a certain way that I like to do things he will try to avoid upsetting me because I do have you know I'm a I I don't know how to say this what am I I'm like a hyper focused person but I the way that my environment is around me mm-hmm. is very much... Uh, you need things a certain way. I need things a certain way. and But he's that way with certain things. He, he wants is. certain things certain ways. Yeah. I, like today, I could not come in here with dishes in my sink. Mm-hmm. Like I could not function without all When I tell you, I walked out of my house, la, 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 with the dishes full sink. Yeah. And <laughs> so and floor full of I would love to get to that point in my life where I don't care as mm-hmm. much, but I think that I've gotten to a point in my life where I don't care as much about certain things that I used to care about and now I don't. You have to. You don't have the mental capacity. There's going to be a day where you're like, I have to do this, but the dishes are going to be, but fuck, I got to do this. And you right. go do it. And like you, you, in your head, maybe for the first couple minutes of the drive, you're like annoyed that that happened and then you forget about it. Like, yeah. Oh, I make efforts to like, if I know that like I have a very tight schedule that day and there mm-hmm. are certain things that I, I typically do because I have like, I'm a very habitual person. I do very habit like things. Yeah. Um, I don't even look that way. I make a beeline right for the freaking door. <laughs> I am dead serious. Don't even, nope. I, I don't oh. even go upstairs in my kids' bedrooms because it would, it would totally throw me yeah. off. Yeah. Um, I don't want to know. But Dylan does really good about that. He also knows that if I have a busy day ahead of me, he might feed the dogs and load the dishwasher that day. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't feel like I have to do those things, but they're done and they don't they don't disrupt my my day. I so. think a lot of it is stopping to remember that someone like especially in our roles, like we do so much as a team and you know, the jobs I've had before, working at the school, stuff like that, you're in a position where you're constantly giving direction. So I had to navigate going from being a stay-at-home mom to having all this responsibility and all of this like manager kind of stuff I'm doing to stop and remember that's not my employee, that's my husband. Oh, And like there'd be certain times where I'm like, I'd call and he's working. Just because he's remote and home doesn't mean he's not working. And I'd be like, hey, I need this out on the porch. I have like 30 seconds to grab it and go. And I come home and it's not on the porch. And I'm like, the hell? Like I called you, I need it on the porch. I had 30 seconds and he was like, I'm on a goddamn conference call. I don't even look at your text message. Like, and I'd be like, pissed. 
Like, yeah. literally, like, can't believe you dropped the ball. Like, bitch, it wasn't your ball. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you have to navigate those things. And, like, I literally, like, I know we talked about before, I gave myself the New Year's resolution of I'm going to stop being a bitch wife. Because I had to stop, like, just because you're home and I want things a certain way. Like, the kids need their lunches packed, their uniforms out the night before. And I'd be gone till 10 o'clock. And here comes the next morning. What y'all doing? Well, we don't have our uniforms. Am I buying lunch? I don't have a lunch. I'd be like, what the hell? Like, yeah. <laughs> and he'd be like, they were fed, in bed, bathed. Like, what? And I'm like, but like, this is why I told you to do it. And he's like, okay, I didn't do it that way. I did it how I do it. And it took me a long time to be like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. Like, there's not another way. There's my way. He was like, no, there's not. <laughs> right. And it's kind of like everybody's getting some dollars that mm-hmm. day. Yeah. And you're just going to dress however you want to dress. Like, yeah. You, you got to get out the door. You can tell immediately. And it's a day that I've dressed my children, a day that Eric's dressed my children. <laughs> That's one thing that <laughs> it's like, sir, you know, you see that, right? <laughs> I hate giving on or right. like they come out and like KJ's doing this and I'm like, let go of your pants and they fall down. And I'm like, he's like, what? I'm like, it's cause they're Hunter's pants <laughs> or Hunter's like limping. I'm like, whose shoes are you wearing? Well, I couldn't find mine. I got KJ's Crocs on. Why? <laughs> That's a real life thing in your house. Yes. <laughs> I'm shook by that. And I'm just like, what's going on? Or like they go to school and I have to like, Eric will bring them to school and I haven't seen them since, you know, afternoon the day before. I go to school to pick them up and they get in the car. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> did you brush your hair? Did yeah. you did you do anything? Like, where's your backpack? See, that's where <laughs> you come in stuff? as like such a kind mother because I can remember <laughs> when my kids were that age and I'd be like, hell no. Mm-hmm. Now you know better. Go get chip. Yeah. Like I would legit flip out on them. Yeah. Again, very young mom then. Mm-hmm. And I would definitely be like, I'm now I can be like that with yeah. them because they're much older and I'd be like, well, it's hard for me, especially like with the clothing. Cause I'm like, that's my thing that I choose to present about myself. Right. That's my thing that I, I love doing. And I, that's my best foot forward. Right. So like, I can't be out here looking like Gucci and you look like Walmart. Don't do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> what are you wearing? Why is it falling off? Right. Why does it fit? Like, oh my God. I was dying last night. Cause you know, I'm constantly Eric about like, put a little effort in, dress a little right. bit. Like, and I've been dressing him and everyone's been talking about goodie looks and stuff. And we <laughs> he go to was the, humbled at his party. He was humbled. Um, but we did the rodeo last night and I helped all the kids pick out their outfits and like me and Brooklyn enjoy it. Like me and Brooklyn had a good time trying on stuff and like she fits in my tops now. So we're like putting all these little outfits together and he puts the outfit on my bed. He's like, does this match? And it match. And I was like, yeah, like I have time to dress you. It matches. Go for it. I don't, and we're going to the rodeo, sir. And Hunter's like, are you going golfing? He's like, no. And I was like, cause you look like you're going golfing. (laughs) But the way she said it and I was like. Did he hear it? Did he hear it? Did he put it together? Like, did, did he? Catch it? I don't think he noticed, or if he noticed, he didn't care. But I was just like, she noticed. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah. So I mean, I think that this episode was really important because your spousal support is that you need that yeah. to run a successful business. That's why so many entrepreneurs and so and many And to have a successful people, life. Yes. all There's a lot of people that don't find that balance. You're never going to find that balance. If you're looking for that balance, you are not in the right thing. You want balance? Go to a nine to five. It's a myth. You Yes. You want balance? Go to a nine to five because people who look at entrepreneurs or people who run their own business go, it must be nice. Mm-hmm. You have all this free time. Must be nice. You get to travel the world. Yep, guess what? Must be nice. I don't have paid PTO. Yeah. Guess what? Must be nice. I don't get to just clock out and just shut it down for a full week straight mm-hmm. not and not be able to, you know, respond to an email. Mm-hmm. Because some, <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with a nine to five. Yeah. Some people thrive in that and love that. There is nothing wrong with that. 
But for me, when I worked at a nine to five and I would take off my, you know, my PTO, Mm -hmm. I was in a a food and I was a food and beverage supervisor and, you know, we were paid, we were hourly employees. And so we were not allowed to respond to emails, but Mm -hmm. the entrepreneur side of me was like, I'm going to respond to these emails because it's going to keep workflow going the way it needs to. And the way it makes your life easier, makes my life easier. I literally got in trouble from HR Mm -hmm. that I was not being paid to work while I was off and I was not allowed to respond to emails Mm -hmm. and that uh, my email cannot be connected to my personal phone because they did not pay for it. Like it was like a whole thing Mm -hmm. and you know, there's something to be said for that. There's something to be said for like, just bye. Yeah. See, but I was the same way. Like my nine to five, even when I was like something that was not super impactful, like I worked at like aftercare to school and I'd be like, okay, but here's how we can make this run better. Here's how we can implement this. Like when you have an entrepreneur, like spirit and mindset, Mm -hmm. you can't turn that. You're not made for nine to five. No. Like look at how I ran myself ragged at that school, a job that should have hit five o'clock and I'm done and I'll see you at nine. No freaking way. Yeah, but see, there's where you're a salary employee, ma'am. So mm-hmm. that was not that, yeah. that you could, they could run you ragged because yeah. you were salary. Mm-hmm. And so that's where the difference is on that one. But I do agree with you. You never shut it off. You mm-hmm. could never shut off. You had to take your computer with you everywhere. Yeah. And so, so it was like my safety as an computer. <laughs> that's one of the things like I could never just go travel mm-hmm. without having my computer with me, my phone with me. Could you imagine? My assistant on on deck, ready to mm-hmm. take over. You on deck, ready to take over. My broker, like any, like all mm-hmm. these people have to be in line in order for me to even probably have a couple hours yeah. um, of time. And anybody who travels with me, which I, I try to be really good about like times, like, okay, this, this is not going to be that bad if I go and do this for two hours, you mm-hmm. know, um, I try to line it up or map it out or whatever. It also gives you a little window to like, go have some like time away from people yes. and crowds. A hundred percent. kind of your little escape as it, well. A hundred percent is. But like anybody who travels with me, like you, if you travel with me or Eric travels with me, you guys totally understand. Like mm-hmm. Eric is just as good as my husband. Like if I was standing next to Eric and I was on an important call or a message or a FaceTime or anything, he yeah. already knows you need to direct me through the airport. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna be looking at people or anything mm-hmm. like that. So like Eric knows that, Dylan yeah. knows that shit. Even our kids know that. Yeah. Like legit, I will loop my arm with my son and mm-hmm. my son will like direct me through traffic. Yeah. Right. So there's our, mo- I'm doing that because mm-hmm. I know that we're having dinner in an hour and I want to be yeah, present there present, in an yeah. hour. So again, It's all about having that support system around Mm -hmm. you and those people around you and setting those things up for, you know, when you do have a moment to be with your family, you can, Mm -hmm. you know, I'll ask my husband, do you want me to do these work emails at dinner or do you want to drive? Mm -hmm. Of course he's going to pick the driving. I'm giving him the choice though. Yeah. You know, so it is important and it's very key to whoever your spouse is or your person that they 100% are able to support you and back you. And if they're not, you know, I'm a huge believer in working on anything before you just give up. So mm-hmm. you need to have those conversations. You need to set those things in place so that other persons feel supported. Mm-hmm. And it's not just all about you. They have to understand your vision, mm-hmm. your goal, 
they your personality, your personality, yeah. they have to understand the way that your mind works. So if I just come in here and I bitch about, you know, the way that those towels are folded to him, it seems like I'm not grateful. Mm-hmm. But if I explain to him where that's coming from yeah, and, and help him understand that he will make a, a, a choice to avoid those things that trigger me. Plus so, like at the end of the day, like if you're Dylan, you're like, does it really bother me at all to fold the towel the way she likes it? Can it be annoying that we had to have this conversation? Of course. But now, like, I'm not annoyed by it and I can step back. Like, is it a big deal to fold the towels this way? And he understands it now. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the thing. Like, he... And there's things he likes or wants that you have done the same thing for, you know? Like, I don't do this or I don't buy that because that's not something that he appreciates. Like, right. And maybe the first time or two that happened, you're like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, I went and did X, Y, Z and you're going to whine about it. But now you're like, okay, it really is no difference for me to do it this way. It has no impact on me and it bothers him. So I'm yeah. going to do it this way. Yeah. 100%. But so. one thing I've been really big with my kids on lately has been like the whining bullshit. Like the whining stuff. And Hunter will be like, well, I need this. I need that. And I'm like, okay, what's the solution? Right. And she'll be like, oh, Okay. And then she gets up and does whatever it is. And I'm like, those, that little sentence, what's the solution? Or like, be a part of the solution, not a part of the problem. And it just stops them in their tracks, makes them redirect their thinking. And then it's taking shit off my plate and Eric's plate. You can get up and do that yourself. You're going into fifth grade, girlfriend. Let's go. <laughs> like, you've got chores, you've got responsibilities, you've got all these things. Be part of the solution. If I'm busy at the moment, you're going to need to work it out. But I think that's crucial. 100%. It, it very much so is. And... Just like you said, like her having these tools to work it out. Like it's also like getting your kids on board, mm-hmm. getting the people that you spend your day to day with, getting yeah. them on board. You know, you and I spend a lot of time together, Eric and Dylan and all of us spend a lot of time together. Mm-hmm. They all have to be on the same page. Yeah. Those people that are <laughs> around you have to be on the same page. They have to understand, you know, we went on vacation with Kate and Andy. They were great. She understood. Mm-hmm. We kind of had a little conversation in preparation to it, but mm-hmm. she also understands it. Like at a moment's notice, I might have to step away. Yeah. And have these conversations with like some clients and stuff. You don't um, always have the ability to plan things out in our career. No, yeah, not at sometimes all. Sometimes it hijacks so your shit. <laughs> it's really about prepping people that are around you so they understand and they grasp it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if we're at a party or something and I have to step away. Most everybody who's in our group of people, they know that. Mm-hmm. If we're out to dinner one night, there might be things that I have to take care of right now mm-hmm. um, in order to be able to feed my family next week. Yeah. So it's just the way it is. And, and it's really important to have that 60-40 balance with your family, with your husband, with your you know your wife, your spouse, whoever it may be. You have to have that 60-40 balance or you will not thrive. Mm-hmm. And be self-aware about where your number's at. If you Correct. take a minute and stop and think, wow, my husband's been like running at 80 all day and I'm exhausted and I'm finally done for the day. I really want to sit down and watch my show, but like it's, I need to be fair. Right. Like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Whatever it may be. So be self-aware. Expect more from all the people around you and everyone will rise to the occasion. Yeah. And that's a wrap. If you like what you heard, make sure to like, follow, and subscribe. And as always, you can listen on Apple, Spotify, and more. Don't forget to check us out on YouTube for video podcast. We'll see you next week.